It's now 1 p.m. Winter Treat Holiday Special. Rich, creamy, seal test eggnog. On sale now at your neighborhood seal test store. Or for delivery, order seal test eggnog from Deerfoot Farms today. Thank you and good afternoon, everyone. Oh, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Matinee with Bob and Ray. shopping day before Christmas. Get everything all set there, engineer, to switch over to Studio 3 where the Christmas party, <laughs> Christmas party is going out. Switch over right now. Oh, oh, we got it back here now. Pretty quiet in there, isn't it, huh? <laughs> Just about over now. <laughs> There's a fellow who had a swell time at the party yesterday. I wonder if you'd tell us your name kindly. Yes, <laughs> Well, he's seated here in the vast audience in Studio 4. <laughs> and, uh, you appear to enjoy yourself, are you? This week has had more Mondays. Bill, I didn't see you at the party yesterday. Hey, yeah, that's right, Bill. Where were you? Where were you? Come on. Sure, explain. Where were you? Where were you? Sorry, I had to go to another party. Up at the hotel, we played with employees. Oh, it's very I nice, saw, very I saw, generous of you. Saw Ken Wilson up to a point. <laughs> right on the top of his market, <laughs> it was, too. Uh, so, we all saw each other up to a certain point, and then everything seemed to fade away. What are your, what are your comments on the Christmas day after Christmas party, Ken? And I thought it was a wonderful party, the most we ever had. It was. Yes, it was. It was very good. Kenneth Wilson talking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a nice party. It really was. I, I enjoyed it. And I know that I was there when the last shot was fired. <laughs> and I wonder who that hit. I don't know. <laughs> they were getting pretty close there when I left. They were zeroing on getting pretty <laughs> closely, eh? Yeah. Well, this is the Saturday session of that day with Bob and Ray. It's You're a right. half-hour feature. It'll seem more like an hour and a half, probably. It will seem like two hours because both of us are in crying need of sleep. <laughs> but uh, we, we are having a, a wonderful time here, picking up the loose end. And... Um, we can keep that gentleman in the second row quietly. I don't think he even works here, does he? Of course not. He's just having a good time. Drop in. Now the engineer's coming in to plug in the microphone. To plug in the yeah. organ, I think. One or the other. Uh, three minutes. <laughs> the microphone hasn't been plugged in for the last three or four minutes. See, the way we look at today's program, friends, is nowhere. We're looking at it from a very funny point of view because I'm hanging by my ankles from the chandelier. And, uh, Bob, you're hanging where? Hmm? Oh, you're not hanging. I just thought you were. No. Well, boys, did you have a nice time? Did you get together? Yes, Mary. We had a wonderful time. Yes. And mm -hmm. in case I don't get a chance to wish you a Merry Christmas before Monday comes yes. round, why, you and Edgar have the happiest Christmas ever, will you? Well, thank you very much. If I go to ride to Boston on Tuesday morning. I Mary. certainly will. And what do you have to bring in subjects like that? I always have to give her No, because I don't have a sleigh. I have a wagon now. I went out and I bought the wagon. Oh, fine. Well, you're going to... All I need now is that beautiful horse that yeah. you and uh, Ray are going to give me. Ray Bob. and you aren't going to give me a... Uh, mm -hmm. 
Well, I and can... I aren't going to give you a horse. I can hardly wait to see him. Mm. I don't know what to call him. Trigger, Trigger Jr., Silver. Yeah. I have no idea. Tony, yeah. I thought of maybe. I'm through arguing with you. If you don't believe me when I tell you you're not going to get a horse, then I just don't let oh. you be disappointed. All right, Bob. All right, I'm not getting a horse. No. I'll bet you are, Mr. I know well, I am. You can't, please. You're not helping matters any at all. La, 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 la. Who's this guy? I'd like to wish all you folks uh, here a very Merry Christmas, too, in case I don't make it by Monday. Oh, are you going away, Tex? No, I don't believe so. We're celebrating quiet Christmas over at the Roman house. Oh, you are, with Mrs. Gibson and all? That's right. But I am going to go up to Mary's for Christmas dinner. Fine. We'll be looking forward to having you oh, with that's us. that's good. You having a big crowd this time, Mary? No, just an informal group of people. Odds and ends like Tex. Two oh, other yes. folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Lum dee 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 dum. I guess we won't disturb him. He's <laughs> Why don't we have Ken and Bill Ray for a song here? Uh, it's a good idea. A little music, huh? Maybe they'll Maybe play the quiet. same thing that that fellow's singing. You can't tell. Is this a Christmas Jacket strong. Jacket strong. Jacket strong. Jacket strong. 
the All-American American. Jack, Billy, Uncle Jim, Charlie, Grace, George, and the 345th Field Artillery, and the strange guest, are deep in the jungles of darkest Africa in search of Jack's number one boy, Bogo, who disappeared from the little caravanserie some weeks ago. Yes, sir. I like that word. Now, pulled up at a small clearing by a water hole, Jack turns to the members of the party and says, This is a water hole, man. Come over here. Well, Jack, I... Point... I don't know whether we can drink from that water or not. My, my vaccination keeps hissing at it. Jack, you think the water is safe? What's that? You think the water is safe, Jack? I don't believe so. Why don't you try some, Jack, and see? All right. <laughs> Michael Jim, I just remembered that you have no brains. And I should right. be taking well, your advice. Right. No, we won't touch that, Waterman. We'll drink from our canteen. But, Jack, I'm sorry. Quiet, Billy. There's no time for that Quiet, now. Quiet, Billy. Quiet, Jim. What are we going to do, Jack, after we have a drink from our canteen? Well, here we are in the middle of Africa, just in time to celebrate Christmas. So right. I think we must, in some way, bring back the fond memories of Hudson Hyde. Hey, Jack, who's that stranger coming up to how do you do, sir? I'm Bud Sturdy. I noticed you're smoking a cigarette there. Wonder if you'd try this one. Now, let the smoke come out through your ears slowly, please. Now, which do you think is milder? The one that I gave you. Is that right? The Sturdy short for, for a hotter smoke? You've never seen me before, have you? Can you see me now? Mostly I can't see Jack, anybody. I never saw this fellow before in my life. I haven't either, Billy, and there's no time. And I haven't either, Billy. Keep Michael quiet and Jack, Jack make the plans here. Quiet, Uncle Jim. I'm making plans here. We must find Bogo. I'm making plans, Jack. Quiet, Uncle Jim. That was Billy that said that. Quiet, Uncle Jim. Quiet, Uncle Jim. Quiet, Billy. There's no time for that. Go ahead, Jack. We must somehow bring back the fond memories of white Christmases spent in Hudson. That's right, Jack. Even though we are here deep in the jungles of darkest Africa. Well, I, what's that? I say, even though we are here and deep in the jungles of darkest Africa. Don't always keep repeating yourself, Uncle Jim. Billy? Oh, sorry. Billy? Yeah, Jack? I want you to decorate this man-eating tree here. And I'll stand oh, back. Jack, those leaves snapped at me this morning. I don't want to get too close to that, you know? Uh, you go on and decorate the tree. Uncle Jim, you keep it covered. If the tree makes a false move, shoot it. Right, Jack. I'm not a very good shot, but I'll do my best. Oh, that kind of scares me. Quiet, Grace. You Quiet, Billy. And what are you going to be doing, Jack? I'm going to be sitting over here, thinking. All right, we'll be back as soon as we have the tree decorated. Good boy. A few hours later, the little company gets together again, and we can see signs of strain in Jack's eyes. The worry which he's been undergoing undergoing the past few weeks handling this little group is almost too much for even a man of his stature to bear. We hear him say, It's almost too much for a man of my stature to bear. Listen again next week when Jack Headstrong says, It's almost... That's next week on Jack Headstrong, All-American American. Silly, silly putty. Hey, that's wonderful stuff, isn't it? 
<laughs> we had a silly party here in the studio with us this afternoon. It's a real solid liquid, if I ever saw it. Yeah, have you ever seen a silly party, Bill? I've just seen it. Oh. Al, why don't you get out oh, and get my silly putty? You know where my, my cabinet there? Down the mahogany cabinet that is engraved. And, and it has, uh, has my name on it. Has his name on it. Norman Brokenship. <laughs> That's where you'll find it, a little paper bag. <clears throat> Bob, how are the commercial stand this afternoon? Well, We're waiting for our silly putty to arrive. On here. behalf of our good friends, the Boston and Maine Railroad folks, we'd like to wish from every one of them, including... Us, their representatives on the radio. Every one, of, every one of those, please. A very, very Merry Christmas. A prosperous and Happy New Year. And please travel, b and Yeah, if you're going to travel by train now that the Christmas season is upon us and you want to be getting home or to visit your loved ones or relatives anywhere in New England, then always travel by Boston and Maine. The place to go, I see our silly thing has arrived. And, uh, we'll have more to tell I want you to see there is a silly putty. You see, this is almost in liquid form, as you see it here now. Now, you take it out of here, you see. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it up into a little sphere here, or an orb, as we sometimes call it. Looks just like putty, feels just like putty. And you make it up into a little ball, and you can bounce it like that. Oh, what was that? <laughs> then, you, uh, then you can also do other things with it. You can stretch it out like happy. Quietly, sir. Like that, or break it. It's a very unusual material. Oh, what is it? Will you keep that fellow quiet over there, please, while we're demonstrating this? We have silly putty here. Now, uh, when you make it up into a little sphere again like this, and you put it down, it will slowly sag before your very eyes. Become a limpid pool. Uh, watch it. You have and to watch it. you're watching it, Bill and Ken, uh, and you too, Nancy. Uh, Bob would like to say more about the B&M. I'd like to wish on behalf of all the folks down at B&M and uh, on behalf of Ray and myself, their emissaries via the radio, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'd like to echo those sentiments, Bob, but I can't remember what you said. Well, I can't repeat them either. So, but a lot of folks will be going away for for Christmas and New Year's travel here in New England and, of course, the easy, economical, friendly way to travel is by B&M. Well, let's get this fellow over here and have a word with Ray. Will you bring him over here, please? Isn't that funny stuff? Have you got the camera trained on this stuff? Uh, will you come over here and uh, would you would you tell us your name, please, sir? I have no idea. You're having a good time, are you here? Well, I went to a Christmas party a week ago. Uh huh. A week ago. Well, um. What have you been doing since then? Party. Oh, it's been going on for a week? I'm at the same party. Oh. I think. Well, I don't know. Well, we met at the... Let me see. Well, here's something else you can do with this. you got a piece of a... Christmas of a, party in Toledo. Of a, of a comic strip. You can do... Uh, All I remember is getting on train. See that? Getting yeah. on train. Oh. Wonderful. Can you reproduce? Sure you can. Finding in the hotel... It's like bubble gum. Yes, but we don't have a hammer here. It will shatter just like glass. We're not selling this, friends. We're just talking about it in Toledo, Ohio. What's that? Christmas party started in Toledo. Well, you're not in Toledo now, sir. Oh, I am, too. Well, maybe you are. I won't argue with you today. 
Well, to save the situation, I suppose we'd better sing something. Bob, what are we doing in Toledo? I don't know. What, shall we sing something? All right, yes. Why don't we? In answer to many requests, uh, I think it'd be... What could we sing? You got any music there that we Would know? You, you listen? All right. How about... I mean, will you folks make a deal with us? Will you not turn your radios off until after we sing? Well, we could sing either for you or Marie. Marie. Oh, that's Marie. very difficult. Is that difficult? Well, we need something uh, a little more ricky-ticky type. No, you Marie sing, is just this. You Marie sing, Marie. That's a good one, Bob. Don't, don't, don't do that, Bill. All right. <laughs> will you get me the music, please, Mr. Green? Get the, the silly putty and bring Put the, the silly putty down, silly, will you? Because this program is well, got a strict schedule, and we have to boy, adhere to it. I can't understand it. Well, who's going to play your introduction? Bill is, if he'd put the silly putty right, down. Let me have the silly putty, though. Will you please? Which is more important, silly putty of this program? Um, All right, so Ray's going to sing to you now. All right. Aren't you going to sing, Bob? All right, I'll sing. <laughs> Way down for me now, man. Why 
For Whiting's Eggnog, call Daisy Meadows at Whiting Mill Company, Charlestown 22860. Or order from Whiting's Root Salesman at Better Grocers, too. Order Whiting's Holiday Eggnog today. Good idea. Better get your, your eggnog in for the season. Whiting's, of course, is the eggnog for you. There hasn't been such a plethora of neckties this year as I've usually experienced. Have you noticed uh, that? Has there? You have. You've seen them. Have you been smothered with... Christmas tie, Bill? Where did you get that? It's a very pretty tie, Bill. Hmm? Yes, I do. Like it's it. very nice. As a matter of fact, ties are a good gift, really, because uh, I like I like a change of scenery on other people's neck occasionally. And you like this this tie? It's more or less of a plaid. Blends it in with blends the in with a shirt you'd never know you had a tie on. I don't, as a matter of fact. I just remember I didn't put one on this morning. Bill, will you put down that silly putty, please? I'm not bothering you. All right. All right. Go ahead and play with the silly putty. Oh, I wish you never brought it in here. Well, I don't know. It seems to me as though Bill's too big a boy to be playing with silly putty. I, just... I think he is, too. Yes, indeed he is. Well, I don't know. I'm. I have all my my pies baked, Bob, mm-hmm. and uh, I have all the cookies made. Yeah. And why haven't you brought in some of the products of your? Well, I'll bring culinary. them in Tuesday. I just want to keep them home, have them there in case somebody somebody drops in. Mm-hmm. And then of course we'll have our big dinner tomorrow, Tex and all. Oh, you're going to celebrate tomorrow, huh? So you can be here Monday. That's right. I'll be here Monday. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. And then we'll have a dinner. We'll have our regular Christmas dinner, of course, on Monday. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, uh, that fellow left yet that was sitting over there? In the... No, he just slipped down back. Oh. Well, prop him up, will you please? He might as well keep awake while this thing... Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we ought to look in at uh, Aunt Penny's real-life kitchen today. Another real-life right. story from Aunt Penny because... Uh, Sounds like a very good idea, Bob. Hello, ladies, and welcome to Aunt Penny's true-to-life story. Here in Aunt Penny's sunlit kitchen, she's just baked off a batch of cookies preparatory for the big Christmas feast on Monday. And Aunt Penny, these cookies really look delicious. Oh, now, Danny, that's grand, because they're made with that magic ingredient, silly putty. That's right, they are. That and chicken fat combined... Cookies. The zingiest cookies, ladies, you ever saw. Why, you've they're so some... easily digested. You've made some raisin cookies here, too. Oh, no, no. Those aren't the raisins. Those aren't raisins. Uh, uh, yes, What's indeed. our story about today, Aunt Penny? Well, I want to talk first about how digestible these silly putty and chicken fat cookies are, ladies. They just set right there in your stomach like a half dollar piece. Yeah. Uh, yes, they're yes. wonderful. Yes, here, I'll get this flour out of the All way and right. tell you the story... <laughs> Today. Who, uh, what is the story? Well, that? it's about Mr. and Mrs. Clayton Bellmore. I remember, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Clayton Bellmore, who were out at Fort Custer, Wyoming. They were visiting their daughter, who was married to a major out there, wasn't that That's right? That's right, and they were going out there for Christmas, if you remember the story. Mm-hmm. And they started out in their old car, two old dear folks, heading off for the Christmas dinner. Yeah? Well, they were halfway across... I'm going to just have another cookie here, Aunt Penny. Go ahead, help yourself, Danny. Thanks very much. They were halfway across the huge metropole bridge that connects Circle City with Capital Town. 
When Fingers McGee. Oh, I remember Fingers. Set off an explosion. Yes, he was the local crook, wasn't he? Yes, and he had the bridge set up so that it would break off at both ends. Oh, leaving Mr. and Mrs. Clayton Belmore right in the middle. Well, the... in the middle, although on a perfectly good piece of bridge. Yes, but uh, what good is a piece of bridge if there are not two ends to it? That's so... it exactly. I think. And as we look in on Mr. and Mrs. Clayton Belmore, they're talking in the back seat of their car. They move there from the front for a change of scenery. Mrs. Clayton Belmore, I am a little bit worried about our precarious position here in the middle of the Metropole River. So am I, Mr. Clayton Belmore. <laughs> Mrs. Clayton Belmore, you don't sound like Mrs. Clayton Belmore to me at all. Oh, a very bad cold, Mr. Clayton, Clayton Belmore. I wonder where the old river will take us. Who knows, eh? Right. Well, Danny, that went on for so long. Hi, George. Was... That was a tough spot to be in, wasn't it? Anthony? Yes, and it so it so happened that everyone forgot about the Clayton Belmores. The highway department didn't recognize <laughs> <laughs> didn't recognize them. Yes. Didn't recognize the bridge. That is. That they didn't discover down. the bridge was out. No, huh? it looked perfectly good from afar. Mm-hmm. And it was two years until they had a snowstorm that the highway department realized that. There were no ends on that bridge. And in the meantime, the bridge like had moved. <laughs> the bridge had moved several uh, thousand yards south, as I remember. South, and we look in on them now. What? <laughs> we look in on them now. Who? <laughs> Mr. Clayton Delmo. Oh. They are 2,000 miles south from where they originally started. <laughs> Well, Mrs. Clayton Belmore, I I think we'd better get off this bridge pretty soon. That's right, Mr. Clayton Belmore. Your cold hasn't improved any, has Not it? a bit in this 2,000-mile trip. It was a nice trip, though. But it was all sideways. <laughs> nice, nice scenery on both ends. Certainly was, Mr. Clayton Belmore. Up river and down river, beautiful views all the time. You bet. Just picture us, if you can, floating down the river sideways this way. Well, Danny, that's the end of the story. That's an awful they sad... They floated on and on and on until finally they were rescued by Mrs. Clayton Belmore's son. Oh, the major? Yes. Oh, isn't that nice, huh? Well, what's our story going to be about Monday when you start a new series? It's going to be about a Mr. and Mrs. Clayton Belmore. Well, I'll be right here in your kitchen, Aunt Patty, and I hope you have some more of these chicken fat cookies ready. Yes, I certainly hope so, Danny. Make some more of those with the raisins, will you? Those Remember, are ladies, they're so digestible. You can eat just tons of them. Bye, ladies, and don't forget, Aunt Penny's true-to-life story will be on the air again sometime next week. Won't be on here Monday, I happen to know. Well, you can play a fast chorus here. I think you fellows need to... Need I to, wish uh, play for you.
for you, played by Ken and Bill. Wasn't for me. For us, that's right. I don't want it. I'll give it back to you. That was very nicely done, fellas. And uh, we won't be seeing you before Monday, will we? I'd like to take this opportunity to wish, wish all of you two fellas, both you gentlemen, a very happy Christmas. Very happy. And of course, for everyone listening, too. And uh, we'll see you all Monday, Christmas Day. And uh, have a good weekend, too. Uh, see, this all, yes, we have... Well, boys, I think I'd like to wish Merry Christmas, too, and I'll all wish right. it again Monday. Well, by George, I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas, too. Well, I think that's nice of you, Tex. Oh, well, I'd like to wish them a Merry Christmas, too, if you don't mind. It's right off. Merry huh? Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. It's right off. Merry Christmas, and go so off. Putty away until Monday. Put on our fool's caps and take on the Well, let's do it again Monday. Until then, so long, everyone. Have a pleasant day, holiday weekend. Listen for Perry Como on Cooter's Corner today. Oh, is that so, Bob? I didn't know. Well, I'll be there. Sure, I'm ready to get work. Hang by your thumbs. From Ken and Bill, Bob and Ray, Jimmy Sullivan, the engineer, and all of us. Merry Christmas.